for, for me, I think one of the biggest changes, that, and I'm really grateful for it, will be in the casting industry. You can't get bitter, you've got to get better. And I think I've, I've had to learn that too across the years you know, through the careful about where we listen to stuff mm -hmm. what we feed our minds with and I think yes. social media is, got, is really powerful in that because you know if I do nothing but watch negative videos then, then, then my whole mindset is that okay do you have a little start video I do I'll see I'm still learning all the technology no way cassie <laughs> yeah, ladies and gentlemen welcome to formidable me channel this is cassie mcgyver singer performing vocalist Correct. actress Thing. chef <laughs> no no not a chef okay <laughs> origami enthusiast uh <laughs> okay Cliff Notes. Um, started singing from a very young age. Um, went and did a music <laughs> theatre degree. Well, my first big uh, contract gig uh, was in uh, Japan at Universal Studios. I was doing Wicked and playing Elphaba there. Um, and that really kind of propelled a lot of things forward because having that on the resume didn't matter where it was or what kind of version or show it was, people were like, oh, it kind of gives you an automatic idea. Credibility. Vocally and stamina-wise and all that sort of stuff. So mm -hmm. that really helped. Um, I did that for a few years and then just started the travel process. I lived in London for a while and then I moved to Macau where we met mm -hmm. yeah. and worked for the circus for a while, which is a crazy ride. But I do it again. And, yeah, sure, uh, me too. It, it, I do it again in a second. And um, yeah, I mean, I've been traveling ever since. And mm -hmm. uh, every few years, I kind of take myself on a little tour somewhere and go around all the little places and sing here and sing there. And I've been back and forth to Japan um, a lot. I really love Asia. And um, yeah. Is this by choice or is this just the nature of the beast as, as a, you know, singer sometimes these things kind of fall where they you know it, it's just what what's in front of you at the time mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um i always rely on gut feeling and if it Oof. doesn't feel right i haven't done it i had a um contract uh with holland america years ago on ships and it just didn't it was a great amazing contract if ever there was a ship contract a long-term ship contract that was the contract to do i just it didn't feel right and i had other things going on and it just wasn't timing i think is really important and so i ended up turning yeah. that down um and there's other opportunities that uh, i've not felt quite right or i've lost out because of timing or, or you know something or another and any regrets or like you've followed your gut instinct and never looked back don't worry about it. Do you let go of that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Constantly going back and forth and questioning everything. <laughs> um, 
All right. You're like the rest of us. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think in general, I'm more of a live in the now. Um, I, I try not to live too much into the future and I try not to live too much in the past. Um, That's really healthy. It seems to me. That I am guilty sometimes of looking back and thinking, ah, oh, the wasted time, the wasted time, mm. the opportunities that I, I had, the money. But, <laughs> but at the same time, I think I wouldn't have had those experiences. So mm -hmm. everything is, is a balance. I, mean, I think it's for some and not for others. Some people really like the security of, you know, I have this home on this piece of land in this neighborhood. And I don't want that to change, but there are other people like you and I, I think that like that ability to go new world, new food, new mountains. Let's, let's go check it out. Yeah. And, um, and I like that. Well, when it comes to keeping your mind in check, I think I have a core group of people. They're the consistent ones and they've been there. Um, you know, they're the ones that, that you don't have to explain yourself to um, mm -hmm. because they already know who you are. And what I've got with those core people is time. And, and they've seen the, the best and worst. Um, hmm. And when you have to explain who you are, you can just be yourself. Yeah. And I think... And I, you feel accepted. <clears throat> sure. Like and I you are enough. And so sometimes you need those core people to just remind you who you are when you do get lost. Hmm. Um, and that, that I, I, I'd say that they, those people have shaped that part of me um, and kept me sane. <laughs> so yeah, good. Debatable. But I think um, as far as social media goes, I'd, I'd say I've got most of my work from social media, even though I'm not very good at it. I don't always like it. I think if I wasn't in this industry, I don't know if I would have it. I find it sometimes uh, very overwhelming and I don't mm. particularly like to reveal too much about myself. Mm -hmm. so I think that that's where I've struggled to find a balance uh, mm. on social media. Mm -hmm. Although I think more recently it's becoming clearer to me what my social media is about and what it's for. And I'm keeping it for, for, for work purposes, of course, when that, is relevant again um mm -hmm. but i think until then the small platform that i do have you know i i want to share in the, the work that that my mm -hmm. friends done share in a movement i believe in um for black lives matter and um mm. you know and and other causes too i mean i i think it, I, it's hard to know it, it's it's overwhelming because you want to support everything um yeah but I think, and it's a fine line because, you know, I, I need to be promoting myself, but also I, I want to promote what I do um, rather than, hey, this is me in my kitchen, you know, this is a day in the life necessarily because I, right. I don't necessarily like sharing that publicly so much. Fair so enough. It's, I've had it to it's not really part of a, a mission or a purpose either, like what you're doing in the kitchen, but things that matter. Right. Or what you want to put out there. Yeah. Things that, things that make people feel something, things that make people smile, um, mm -hmm. or feel good or think. And I think that that's exactly the same thing as what I want to do in my music and in my life. That's exciting.
<laughs> Where do you see that going in your wildest dream? I don't know. Uh, it goes back to that whole don't live in the future too much, which I mean, some mm. would say is really a bad thing. Things fall into place sometimes. And like I said, mm. it's a following the gut. When you follow your gut, things kind of work out. And if there's something I really want, I go and get it. Um, <laughs> yes. But, but I don't know. Sometimes maybe maybe you've got to figure out what you want first <laughs> before. Yeah, and that's that's a that's a hard one, isn't it? I just I I'm a I'm a big believer in you know while I don't want to like plan my 80th birthday yet, I do like <laughs> the idea of of planning um, you know a certain home or a certain race that I I know I need to prepare for, and that can be six months out or a year out or two years out. And the way it changes what I do tomorrow morning when I wake up may be small, but I believe in those small steps I take every day will get me across that finish line then. And so while I don't live in that future, my happiness is based on, I am super grateful to connect with you now, today. And I don't need to wait until two years from now to be fulfilled and happy and excited. And I think everyone deserves... You know, I don't have quite the speed or the health or the intellect that I that I dream about. Mm -hmm. So there's a fulfillment in, I'm so grateful um, for where I'm at. The time I've wasted, the money I've wasted, I get it. I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna regret that, but I'm gonna look back and go, wow, I've learned something from that waste. And I'm glad I've had that because now I'm wiser for it. And, um, I think but I do, I do look to the future with excitement. I'm really excited about the future, even though I don't know quite what it is. <laughs> but but I, love, I love to have that, that carrot out there and just like go, I'm happy today because I'm, I'm working in that direction. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, I think so I, people need to be careful of the, um, the idea of life will start when yeah 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 people and, and sometimes i'm guilty of that that living in the oh when i get there i'll do that yeah as a plan if, if is, this then i'll be happy yeah exactly and it's the truth is well, no no it's now it's today um as opposed to sometime in the future because that future just will never come so it's this idea of it's today and i think sometimes i'm guilty of like unless i can make it will happen at once then i don't want to do it at all so you know even <laughs> when it comes to, when it comes to music or when it comes to, to to writing when it comes to recording when it comes to performing I, i'm i'm guilty of wanting things at this level already mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and sometimes it, it, it it's little bits and sometimes that deters me from actually doing the project in the first place mm -hmm. Um, right now, I'm really learning how little by little um, we'll get there. And I've been living by chotozutsu, which is little by little in Japanese. Mm -hmm. um, and and it's, it's helping me a lot more. It helps with emotions. It helps with tasks. It helps with, with everything. Um, I'm, what have you been up to? You know, the... Uh, 
COVID-19 has kind of been an interesting opportunity to like go, what do I want to get up to? Yeah. Um, it's been super interesting. And even, even where I'm in a contract situation, uh, the the show business has certainly come to a standstill necessarily, and so with that bit of like everybody work from home, but what are you going to do from home? I've been fortunate to have a work at home situation where some are just like, uh, sorry, you're cut, and on standby. And there's a lot of big changes happening. Seems like it's just surfaced a lot of opportunity for you know if you're a little bit weak you've been squashed and so we're either going to rethink this or you're out and so proving your proving your metal at this point in time is is either an opportunity it's an opportunity you're going to go okay i have i totally have to remake myself or i've got a i've got a finger hole right here and that's where i want to go yeah yeah, it, yeah i mean it, it, look there are people that are really really suffering during this pandemic i think it's very obvious by what's going on in the world. It, even just for the, the average person, especially specifically talking about artists, mm -hmm. um, I think for some, it's been a real chance to have a break and to refocus, re-energize. And then I think for others, it's, it's, it's been like the whole world has been kind of stripped from them. For me, mm -hmm. I think I've kind of loved secretly having <laughs> Right. What have you loved about it? Um, a break from the pressure of the constant hustle. Yeah. In other words, when you talk about that hustle of going from gig to gig to gig, when you said, you know, you have to, but maybe you don't. So when things get back to normal, maybe you can like slow yourself down and go, I'm going to choose that. And then I'm going to choose a break in there. I don't know how, how do you see yourself in the future? No, I, I think you're right. I think there is great power in choice. No, what, what I, ultimately, what I would really like to be doing is to pursuing that happiness and pursuing what makes me happy. Even over this period, I've been offered a couple of little gigs here and there, and people have said, hey, mm -hmm. are you, so you call that just for fun? And I've been very picky about what I've done because I just sort of, I want to know what the point is. Oh, I, want man. It to, I want it to make me, I want it to be something that I believe in, something that I'm uh -huh. enthusiastic about, um, something that I feel proud promoting. And, and sometimes, and especially now, I think it's so important to rethink what social media is. What, yeah. what is it? Is it, is it just selfie culture? Is it just self-promotion? Can it be something more? I don't know what the answer is, but <laughs> these oh, are all. <laughs> but we plant these questions and we get. Yeah. There. All right. So Talk to me about uh, changes in the entertainment industry. And I, I've seen a lot of great things happen. A lot of people have done some amazing online shows um, right. to, to produce stuff. But I also think for, for me, I think one of the biggest changes that, and I'm really grateful for it will be in the casting industry. Because I think now they, you, you can cast from every, anywhere. Mm. And show reels, videos, online conversations, they can all happen. They don't have to spend money to hire out a space and people don't have to stand outside and 
cold for an hour and one by one, although I think it is, you get a different experience when you experience someone in person. Right. Um, but I think auditioning, and I always say this when I teach people too, it, uh, is that the audition process is always very, it's a different skill entirely to, to live performance, to rehearsal. Oh, interesting. It's, it's different. It's, it's, there's something odd about walking into a room full of strangers. Please stand mm -hmm. on the end and, and kind of don't move, but kind of sing and then impress us and give us everything that we want to see for our show within <laughs> the space of 30 seconds. It's just not. And some people are very good at it. And you right. own those skills over the years. Um, but I think that sometimes you can be more specific in a video. You can give them exactly what they want, exactly what they need. Um, and more people can see. And then, you know, people can also click and find your Instagram. I mean, I did it yeah. um, when I was in the audition process with Cirque. Um, the audition process, it was in person, but it was, it was an hour and a half I was in there. And they were already on my social media within five minutes. Wow. They were looking to see what, what kind of things I was posting, what kind of person I was, because I think they wanted to cast people and not just a talent because in these tours or in these cast situations, I mean, you know what it's like when you get a painful person there that maybe they're talented, but you don't want to, you know, you want to work with people that you, have fun with and that, that believe in stuff just mm. as much as you. Amen. I'll tell you what, hands down, there's just nothing, nothing can ruin experience so much as having somebody who's talented, but is just so difficult for any number of reasons. But man, oh man, having that core character, solidarity, having some values, some integrity, some respect, and and uh, you know, know know your triggers, uh, and all these all these little EQ things. You know, boy oh boy. I mean, we had that Just, in the camp. That was that was. We have it in every single show I've ever been involved with. I remember the first time I, first time I got a job with Cirque, I was like, oh, it was a mix, right? A mix of like these most amazing technicians and artists and creators and designers. But then also sprinkled in there as boneheads and just a, a, a mix of people. I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. So they're going to get in just about anywhere you go. You got to learn to deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Man. That's another skill. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure we've all been that person in a way too. You know, I think. Yeah, yeah. I Thank, you. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. A massive pain in the ass to, to many, many companies. Um, but I think that I, yeah. ultimately it's always, I've always wanted what's right for the collective and never mm -hmm. for, mm -hmm. for just myself. I think it's always yeah. been about the show and the, and, and the work and mm -hmm. trying to just create something that, that ultimately makes people feel something. Yeah. Where do you think you are? I mean, I, I mean, I remember many years ago, you know, you were always someone, you've always been a team player, you've always been there for everybody else. But I think, you you then took a, a a slight step back from that too when it came to speaking up and owning that those those choices and decisions and ideas. Um, I don't know if you remember that 
I oh, I, I completely have a pivot point in my life uh, and that, that I'm still learning. I still reflect back on, uh, not with a sense of regret, but of, of gratitude. Like, okay, that's a good point. And I, because I, there's something deep in, I don't know, some limiting belief or some fear, or some, I, but I, I remember at the table, the experience sharing an idea that I thought was funny to Franco <laughs> and you were there. Um, and then just so everyone kind of knows the story, just an idea. We we're trying to create something and we're looking for ideas and Franco's process is very organic and let's try this and see what sticks and here we go. And so I, I just came up to the table and said, here's an idea. What if this happened and this happened? And it was funny. We all kind of laughed. And then, and then at the end, I kind of threw it away. But you know, that was just an idea. And I yeah. kind of threw my own idea away and walked away. And then Cassie came up to me later and said, David, you're such a bonehead. Here you have gold. And then you, you throw, you know, you, you throw the whole idea in the garbage can before we have a chance to really don't, un, don't unsell yourself. Don't, don't throw yourself under the bus. I think that the closer you get to the fire sometimes, those fears actually really surface and you go, no, 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 no. I, I, I'm, I'm, that, I'm an imposter now. I, I, that's, yeah, I was going to, about to say that imposter syndrome, sometimes yeah. it's, it's, a, it's very real, but I always admire those people. You know, sometimes I think, God, if I had like a, a mindset that of those people that just don't care, like they just go. So They're too dumb to know better. And I respect. I always respect those people because ultimately, you know, and I don't want to be one of those people that looks at people's, you know, videos and go, oh, okay, so it's not that great and whatever. But I don't. That's not relevant. It's not good brain power. It's a waste of time. It's like those people are creating, and I, you know, I've I've I coached this um this young girl and she was really struggling with other people kind of getting work over her and all this sort of stuff. And it's, it's like, you've got to buy a ticket to win the lottery. You know, you can't be tearing down all these. Yeah. Other if you had both been doing the most and you missed out on, on the gig, I could, I could respect your frustration a little bit more, but when this other person is doing the writing, doing the promotion, doing the performance, doing all of these sorts of things, and you're just sitting at home waiting for someone to come and get you and being frustrated. <laughs> you just, you can't get bitter. You've got to get better. And I think I've, I've had to learn that too across the, you know, through the years that just, it's the only person that can make it happen is you. And my biggest enemy is myself. <laughs> it's true. I mean, the, the, it, it's true. And it's true. And I think we all resonate with that. You know, there's always self-doubt. There's always that that goes on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's going to happen. Um, and and self-belief is a hard thing to kind of self-generate. Um, I think. Do you have techniques for dealing with these doubts and beliefs? What do you do? Yeah, the alternative. I mean, ultimately, you know, I, I I've learned through the. I look, I look back and I go, why didn't I do that? <laughs> Okay. I'm, I'm, what do I want? What am I, you know, trying to get out of this experience? And so sometimes you just have to be, you just have to be thrust into it and just, yeah. just go. 
when I was yeah. before I left Japan, because I wanted to do um, record a little jazz album. So we got the team together, and lucky for me, I had a team that was just as enthusiastic and inspiring, huh. inspired as I was. Um, and we just we went, we we hired a studio, we recorded the album in a day. I learned from that process that now I understand why people don't record albums in a day. <laughs> <laughs> Because the process is exhausting. So we spent seven hours recording the band. Because it was all live, they were making choices based on what I was doing. And if I wasn't right. at a peak, then they would have made different choices. And, and we were all kind of watching each other and, and, and grooving together. And so we wanted to, you know, I needed to be doing that. And then about seven o'clock at night, I said, okay, I need a break. I need an hour of not talking. Mm -hmm. And... We're going to go to Japan's number one restaurant, 7-Eleven, and get <laughs> some food. <laughs> and get some food. I'm not going to speak for the next hour. And then I went in um, to the studio and recorded each track live, one by one. Um, just one take. And <clears throat> Interesting. So I'm, I, I have to be okay with the fact that I'm never going to be happy with anything I do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, I look back and I'm like, ah, you know, there's so many things I would do differently. And so many, but the whole point is that it's live and it's one take and it is what it is. Yeah. But I also have, to, I also struggle with that. So I have to kind of just let it go and release it. Um, and I think to be something that, that's, that's really thoughtful and not just, even though the process was very crazy and fast and, you know, I still want the releasing of it to be something that is thoughtful every time you do something like that and you just throw yourself in, you know, mm -hmm. I look back at it now, I'm like, why didn't I do that earlier? Why wasn't I doing these things earlier? It's been, it, it, sometimes you get paralyzed by, yeah. By, yeah. If I have to do a bunch of things for the day, I'll do everything for everybody else and all the other things that aren't important before I do the one thing that I actually care about. Yeah. Isn't that something? Yeah. Yeah. I've worked on that. I'm that same skill set of like, let me start with the one thing first. It'll get me, it'll get me the most results mm -hmm. and all that other stuff. It may just disappear actually. Cause it's not important. Like <laughs> books are written on this, but man, I just wanted to be, you know, I wanted to be a superhero, but the, what goes on in here, it prevents us from, from taking those choices. This, like you were saying, why didn't I do this sooner? Why didn't I do the thing that matters the most because of all these fears and talking ourselves out of that and, and doing those things. Then when you look back a year later, you've got three finish lines behind you. It's just a world of difference if we can get the courage up and make the moves, focus on the priorities and get those done. I feel really strong about this. In the arts, so much good stuff never surfaces because Someone's just afraid of, ooh, what do I look like? And no, it's not good enough. Not everything you do is going to be great. But you got to put out 100 pieces of crap so that three of them are like, wow, how did you come up with that? And people go, well, you're just a natural talent, overnight genius. You go, no, man. Oh, no, no, I've done some really bad ones. But that's how you get there. There is no other way. Like, who, who are we kidding besides ourselves? So... I mean, ultimately, wouldn't, we, wouldn't it be great to be able to do everything? You know, I'd love to be able to 
you know, wake up and have some mindful moments and meditation and do some exercise and play some music for three hours and sing for three hours. And then and take those days happen once in a while. Take care of my friends, learn a new skill, focus on my language, you know, and, and, and all these things. And then there's other stuff I'd love to learn and work on. And, and it's just, I love just it. it's like one thing at uh, time. And I think when it comes to the mental side of it I, I actually saw on uh, Instagram the other day uh, a quote that kind of resonated uh, it was don't take um, criticism from someone that you wouldn't go to for advice oh nice that's actually really true because I've been I think very um, hurt before by people that actually don't mean anything to it don't me. matter and that don't matter. And it's, it's like that, you know, you can get a thousand likes on something and it's just that one person that says something negative and you, that sticks with you forever. Like, but I've heard that. I've heard that from that other people person, too. That person doesn't matter anyway. That, 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 that's no relevance in my life. So, but the people. So why do we dwell on the one instead of that 999, like you're the best, you're the awesome. Thank you. And one person says you're an idiot and we can't get off of that one. Why? I think huh. introspection is very important. It's always, you know, I always try to look back at my interactions and if, if things don't always go the way I want them to go, I'm always like, okay, well, I think it's important to, to be self-aware and go, okay, well, how could I have done this differently? Um, what can I learn from this um, experience, etc. cetera. Um, but yeah, we sometimes, we've got to be careful about where we listen to stuff. Mm -hmm. what we feed our minds with and i think yeah. social media's got is really powerful in that because you know if i do nothing but watch negative videos then then, then my whole mindset is that so taking it man last, that's gold mm -hmm. that is so gold what you put in taints puts a paints a lens of the way you see everything so be careful what it is you read, listen to, hang out with. You were talking about the friends, that network of people. Who, who are your heroes? Who do you go to for inspiration? Your, do you have like a, 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 oh, a channel? You, your friends. Oh yeah, always. Yeah. The biggest inspiration. I mean, I've always had the, like I've had vocal inspirations and you know, I could, I could talk about those people forever, but, but even when it comes to music inspirations, it's the people closest to me. I'm very lucky wow. what super talented group around me but right, right, right. You know, I'm always looking at what my friends are doing and just thinking oh my god they're insane I'm just never gonna be you know and so you know, I try to help that like let that propel me always mm -hmm. to tear me down but um, yeah. inspiration I mean I've really been enjoying TikTok and um, as a social media platform I, I really like that I can tailor it to what I want to see um, and, and things that make me happy, things that make me smile. I appreciate people's, I try not to go too far down the, the oh, cycle rabbit hole. Rabbit hole because I think it, it ends in nothing's real. <laughs> There's the, the one is no purpose. You have no meaning. <laughs> no, what's the point in it? <laughs> so I try to stay away from going too deep and just like keep it relevant. Um, yeah. uh, but I mean, oh, if I had to 
think I don't know I, I, I suppose in general it would just be people that that are just uh, completely themselves and are just really happy to to be putting stuff out there and, and loving it and Good on you. you know making those choices and, and doing things because they mean something because it makes them happy uh, and I suppose that's what I aspire to well I love you admire you so profoundly and I'm grateful for the friendship um, oh, me too. Man. Yeah. So thank you. And thank you for taking this time. I don't want to, we could go on for hours. Um, tell everybody how to follow you, how to, to soak um, up some of, of your goodness. All of my platforms are at Sassy Cassie Ness. S-A-S-S-Y-C-A-S-S-I-E-N-E-S-S. And and um, yeah, you can find me there. And slowly, uh, when the timing's right, some more things will be coming out, and maybe even original material. <laughs> There's so much there; it just needs to. It just needs to get released. Just get it out there. Yeah, wow. that's the wrecking, but that's another yeah. story. All right. Well, stay awesome and strong and beautiful, nothing but love. And uh, let's do this again. Yeah. We'll see where you've gone, what's up. Take the recovery, on the, we'll see you on the, on the other side of, of uh, recovery here. All right? All right. I love you, Cassie. Love you. Stay good, man. Mwah.